Hello, critics, non-critics, and friends. Welcome to the Film Optics Podcast, where we take a glance into blockbusters, indie films, and everything in between. I'm your host, Christian, and today I'm writing solo as I will be discussing the first three episodes of Marvel's Echo, a miniseries that is streaming simultaneously for the first time ever on Disney Plus and Hulu starting on Tuesday January 9th. It is five episodes total, and all five episodes will be available on January 9th in 2024, which is the new year today. So happy new year to all of our followers out there. I hope you had a great holiday season. Hope you had a great new year's, but wanted to let you guys know during this episode, I will be giving my first reactions to the series only This means I will not be revealing any spoilers, storylines, character development, or detailed plot points. And as always, I'd like to express my gratitude to Disney for sending me the first three episodes of Echo for the purposes of this podcast episode. And as always, before we begin today's episode, you can listen to our podcast on podcast platforms around the internet. That includes Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, and more. And if you are a new or seasoned listener to the show, we would love to hear from you guys. Follow us on Instagram, Twitter, and threads at FilmOptics. That is optics with an X. Or you can email us at FilmOptics at gmail.com for any movie-related questions. So without further delay, we're going to dive straight on in, and we will return shortly following this brief introduction to my spoiler-free coverage of Marvel's Echo. And we are back with my spoiler-free coverage of the first three episodes of Marvel's Echo. Again, the premiere date of all five episodes is Tuesday, January 9th, 2024. And for those who are not familiar with the premise of this story, I'm going to give you a little bit of insight of the synopsis. The origin story of Echo revisits Maya Lopez, whose ruthless behavior in New York City catches up with her in her hometown. She must face her past, reconnect with her Native American roots, and embrace the meaning of family and community if she ever hopes to move forward. And of course, the cast of this series is stacked. We have, of course, Alakwa Cox playing Maya Lopez. We have Devery Jacobs and Vincent D'Onofrio, just to name a few. And for a bit of a disclosure for you guys for this series, this is the first MCU series to be rated TVMA, which is for a mature audience, to debut both on Hulu and Disney Plus simultaneously, as I mentioned before. And this will be the first MCU series to follow the binge model release, similar to Netflix 
and or HBO Max, depending on the show or other streaming services, meaning that the whole season, as I mentioned before, will be released at once instead of a traditional cable style weekly release strategy. So this is this is a first for Disney on a lot of fronts. Like, as I mentioned, you can watch the show on Hulu. You can watch the show on Disney Plus. But I will say, if you're watching this on Disney Plus, you have to make sure to turn on the TVMA setting through Disney Plus. I can't remember how to do that. I don't have the instructions in front of me. But if you Google how to turn on TVMA related content on Disney Plus, shows like Hulu, uh, Daredevil, Jessica Jones will pop up as as well as other TVMA related content. So as I mentioned before, this is just going to be my spoiler free coverage of Marvel's Echo. I'm not going to be getting into any plot points, any details. As I mentioned before, this is just my initial reactions of the first three episodes. Again, there are five in total. So just want to let you guys know that. Also, another disclaimer before I jump into my thoughts here, we will be covering the series in full once all five episodes have dropped on Disney Plus slash Hulu. Again, this episode only covers my initial reactions of the first three episodes. Just want to let you guys know and get that out there into the ether just in case someone might have missed it because you can never be too careful. But as far as my initial thoughts go for Echo, I believe that this show delivers precisely what I was looking for and has surpassed my expectations in many ways. It is a street-level narrative gem. It seamlessly intertwines exceptional writing, riveting combat, and stellar performances into a captivating miniseries. And at its core, I feel like it keeps the spotlight on Maya's journey, and it doesn't stray from that. And that is what I love about this series so far. And just to let you guys know, this series does pick up around five months after Maya's confrontation with Kingpin in the Hawkeye series. And when it comes to the first episode of Echo, I think it does a great job, a fantastic job even, of getting the viewer up to speed while pushing the story forward. Um, For each episode, the first three episodes, at least when it comes to the runtime, it's between 49 and 30 minutes uh, with the first episode being the longest due to a bit of a recap session, but it kind of blends in the recap session with pushing the story forward. What, like I mentioned earlier. So I thought that was pretty nice. It's not just like, Oh, previously on, you know, Maya's adventure, it literally just hits the ground running and it starts off in a way I was not expecting, but I am here for it. But I don't want to get into too much detail with episode two and three, as there are multiple plot points that we want viewers to experience for themselves. But I will say that the episodes are wonderfully paced. They never feel rushed or drawn out. And I got to say that Maya Lopez as Echo is quickly becoming one of my uh, new favorite 
heroes in the Marvel Cinematic Universe, a.k.a. the MCU. And just a little bit of trivia here for you guys. For those who may not know, Alakwa Cox, who plays Echo, a.k.a. Maya Lopez, she is the first disabled actress to play a titular leading character in a Marvel Studio production. Um, she was born deaf, just like the character of Maya Lopez in the original comics, and she has a prosthetic leg. And I got to say, Alakwa Cox's chemistry, just her performance alone with actors such as Vincent D'Onofrio, Devery Jacobs, and uh, Chesakee Spencer are some of the best parts of the show for me. She, she really is able to bring out the best performance out of every single character that she comes across. And it's, it's fantastic. But... What I love most about this series so far, and this is a little bit of trivia that I found online, is that the showrunners from the Hawkeye series that debuted on Disney Plus in 2021, the directing duo, uh, Bert and Birdie Elwood, <laughs> aka Bert and Birdie. It's kind of like Bert and Ernie, but I, <laughs> I digress. Uh, the showrunners of Hawkeye chose not to work on the Echo series, even though they are the ones who introduced her into the MCU as more of a side character in the Hawkeye series. Um, they quoted saying that uh, we love the character of Echo, but the Native American story of Echo, in our opinion, should really be told by someone in that community. And unquote. But this to me speaks volumes of how they view the character and how Echo, aka Maya Lopez, should be treated. And I just I'm I'm very happy that we're able to get that type of representation for Native American actors and actresses out there because this 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 show is great. I, I'm loving it so far. I've not seen the last two episodes. I'll probably just have to watch those when it drops on January 9th. Um, but it's it's been a great uh, ride so far. And you know, I can't say that the MCU is back or anything like that, but I think this is a step in the right direction. Um, I'm curious to see how they move forward with other Marvel series because this is TVMA, you know, so it's not for everyone. There's there's a lot of blood for sure, but it definitely has that mature uh, feel to it. But for my final assessment for the first three episodes of Echo, um, I will not be giving a score as I mentioned before, as I've only seen a portion of the series, but as I've mentioned earlier, I think this show is shaping up to be a great series of just television in general. Like I mentioned before, it has riveting combat, exceptional writing, and stellar performances all around. And like I mentioned before as well, I would love to see Marvel Studios expand on this idea of this like mini series, you know, five episodes all at once. Um, for other heroes within the cinematic universe who deserve their time in the spotlight. You know, Marvel has recently done the six episode structure, which is totally fine with me at least, but they do it on a weekly basis. But the issue with other Marvel series is that they feel like just a movie split up into like six parts. Echo feels like a televised or it feels like a serialized season of television that is what it feels like and that is what i love about it it feels like it's made for tv it doesn't feel like it's a movie split up into six parts as i mentioned before but overall 
I'm loving the series so far and I hope everyone out there gives it a chance and watches it and just has a ball with it as much as I have. But that does conclude today's episode. If you enjoyed what you heard on today's episode and my thoughts on Echo, be sure to subscribe to our podcast on your preferred podcast platform of choice and follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and threads at Film Optics. That is Optics with an X. And of course, don't forget to share an episode of our podcast with a fallen movie lover in need, whether it be your mother, your brother, or your significant other. Spread the love for the Film Optics podcast with a movie lover in need. And... Just to let you guys know, since this is, we're early on in the year, this is like our third episode of the year, just want to let you guys know there are a few episodes that you can kind of check out now, as well as our Marvel Studios What If Season 2 that we kicked off 2024 with, and by the time that this drops, you will also be able to listen to our The Iron Claw Review with Zac Efron, that Movie was something else. It was crazy. But of course, you know, we have a lot of episodes that people can listen to um, in our backlog. We recently reviewed The Holdovers, which is like a great Christmas classic. Um, I did like a color purple 4K review. Um, for the 1985 version, not the new one, but you definitely go check out the new one and definitely check out our poor things review starring Emma Stone as well. But I feel like I've said a lot here, so I'm going to wrap up. And with all that said, that is a wrap on today's episode. Again, thank you all for listening. And if you enjoy the show, leave us a five-star rating and review on Apple podcast and Spotify and follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and threads to stay in the know I am your host, Christian, and remember, life is like a movie, so go out there and make it a blockbuster.